0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for you, Derek, there in Shanga. It's for all of us, basically. We all wish for this. Fourteen minutes past ten is our time. Let's talk about the readiness of higher education now and uh, turning our focus on institutions of higher learning to find out what their concerns are as the COVID-19 pandemic seems far from over. Schools may be affected as the COVID-19 number are increasing. What are their plans? Also seeing that uh, metric marking is delaying. To give us a sense of how universities are hoping to deal with this, which Joined on the line by Professor Ahmed Bauer, who is Chief Executive Officer for University of South Africa. Professor, thank you for joining us. Good
1: morning. Good morning and thank you so much for having me on your program.
0: And one can only hope, as we say, you know, the universities are hoping to deal with this, but there's no really direct way that this can be averted. We've heard just in Gauteng alone that 900 markers for matric exams did not show up with their fears around COVID-19. Some have been ill and others are fearing to spread the virus. Others are, you know, uh, fearing that they might catch the viruses being exposed to some who are uh, positive.
1: Um. You know, we are totally dependent <laughs> on the process that is set out by the Department of Basic Education and by Umalusi. Um So, um, you know, if there's a delay in the publishing of the NSC exam results, uh, that will, without question, that will have an impact on the university system. Um, and at the moment, we are uh, banking on the Results being published around about the twenty second twenty third of february mm-hmm. um, uh, and 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 then universities will have their first year students begin around about the eighth of March between the eighth of March and the first week in April uh you know depending on the institution um, but if there's a major delay in the mm. in the publishing of the trick results that would uh, that would have a serious impact yes
0: what will happen then if there's a delay?
1: um i mean, it just simply means that the universities will have to delay their intake i mean so uh, and what that might mean very well is uh, going into uh into 2022 to complete the 2021 academic year as we are doing this year
0: is there a possibility then of maybe you know trying to take more classes during the time that one would take uh, the normal number, and maybe it becomes doubled in the space of time of twenty twenty one to make sure that we don't end up going into the twenty twenty two to catch yeah. up?
1: Yeah, you know it's it's a very difficult situation with uh, especially with the first year intake, you know, because really they need time, you know, to yeah. uh, to orientate themselves to get to grips with studying at, a, at you know with universities uh, with, at universities uh, learning to use the technology because there's no question that uh, that much of the learning this year will again be based on technology uh, so it would be very hard to expect them also to double up on the number of courses that they're doing um, but you know what it means essentially is that uh, we'll then have to reshape the 2022 academic year uh, you know it's, it's, it's not so much of a train smash I mean it. it it has it has implications, of course, but um, it's you know I think that what we have to do is just try and understand um, uh, you know how to make the best of this rather extraordinary time we are in.
0: You speak of orientation, and I mean, this is the time that, uh, you know, in previous years we would be saying that uh, uh, matriculants need yeah. to plan ahead or those yeah. first-year students should have planned ahead even as far back as grade yeah. 11. So even yeah. those who actually did, uh, they did not anticipate 2020 to be the year that it is.
1: Uh, how yes, do, you yes, know,
0: yes. what do we say to these students now to encourage them?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. What I am aware of, and I don't have the details of it, but what I am aware of is that all 26 universities have some form of orientation. Um, you know, and and of course, it 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 won't be the usual orientation. It won't be where students come onto campus and you know go through a, kind of a process of uh, you know engaging with their departments and with the student services and so on. Um, I think much of it this year will be based on uh, on on uh, um, an online kind of uh, orientation, and a part of that, of course, is really to orient the orientate the first year students in particular uh with regard to the use of technology uh for teaching and learning for learning purposes you know uh so that's you know so 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 there will be an orientation program, but it definitely won't be the usual one.
0: What are the concerns then on the side of lecturers uh, for higher learning when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic? We don't know where everyone went for the holidays uh, as much as there can be tests and and all of that. Some of the tests may not show positive because they've only been done, you know, immediately. And that time, that window period has not been covered yet.
1: Yes, yes. So look, uh, uh, you know, one would hope that by the time we get to the uh, 8th of March, we'll have a much better handle on the trajectory of the pandemic. You know, Uh, know, we are heading into a storm now. There's no question. We're already in a storm. I mean, I shouldn't say we're heading into a storm. Mm. We're already in a storm. Um, But one hopes that, you know, if the trajectory is the same as what has happened in the Eastern Cape and what seems to be happening in the Western Cape, that by the time we get to the 8th of March, uh, nationally, there might be a flattening out of the... Of the Of the curves, if you like yeah. um, so that might make it possible for us to uh, get students back onto campus, but not for plus not, not for face to face learning mm. but for what we refer to as blended learning, you know where students will use um, technology and the network and so on to access the materials, and where students will then have very small group uh, tutorials, so you know that might be one way in which we uh, you know, overcome the challenges that we face. Um, so, you know, uh, if if we take into account um, that uh, uh, that the Department of Basic Education and Umalusi uh, do complete the process, uh, that will give us then some uh, some latitude, if you like, to try and understand how to manage the rest of the academic year.
0: So are these small group tutorials uh, where the students be required to submit some kind of COVID-19 certificate that proves that they are negative? Have you thought that far?
1: No, no we haven't thought that far yet. But as you know, um, you know, last year when we got students back onto campus uh, in, uh, sort of in uh, May, June, July, um, uh, what the universities did was to put in place all the kind of protocols you know, that were determined by the Department of Health and uh, uh, Higher Health and so on. Um, So, in other words, saying that there will be screening on campus, there will be kind of constant kind of sanitizing of uh, facilities, uh, there will be a mask mandate, if you like, you know, uh, uh, and so on. So the the public health kind of interventions will all be in place. So in some respects, universities are in a much better position this year than they were last year. Uh, simply because we had the experience of last year. And all the systems have been put in place to try and prevent the spread of the virus.
0: And the screening takes place away, at the gates, as well as at the, the gate, lecture halls? At the, yeah,
1: so any student or any staff member that enters the campus has to be screened, uh, otherwise they're not allowed. And uh, there's a whole there's a, there's a a use of uh, apps and various other facilities you know, to try and ensure that uh, this is done effectively and efficiently and so on.
0: What about the use of canteens? They will that be open?
1: No, that's a good question, and I don't have an answer to that. There will have to be some, uh, you know, some uh, some uh, venue for students to be able to purchase food, I guess, you know. But it may it may not be kind of sit down facilities. If you like, it might be kind of uh, takeaway facilities where then students sit in in the grounds or uh, in uh, kind of open spaces and eat and so on. I I don't have the answer to that. I'm afraid, no.
0: All right. Let's just uh, wrap it up now. In terms of what you'd like to say to students who are returning and those who are, you know, starting their academic years, in 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 terms of encouragement.
1: Yeah. So so let me begin by saying that uh, it seems to me that it's completely critical for students to understand that they can have a good studying year, and that they have to they have to pay attention to. Focusing on that you know that they don't feel debilitated by the uh, by the pandemic, uh, so that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that is that there's a responsibility on all of us you know whoever we are wherever we are uh, to try and ensure that we all play a positive role in preventing the spread of the virus, so you know notwithstanding the fact that universities will have screening facilities in place and uh, you know, and the sanitizing facilities in place and so on, um, uh, everything really depends on behavior. You know, it's on it's on students and staff uh, taking the responsibility to ensure that they don't uh, 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 in, engage in activities that might uh, uh, lead to outbreaks. Yeah? Mm. So those would be my two major messages.
0: All right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Professor, for your time and uh, have a great day.
1: It's a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Professor Ahmed Bauer is Chief Executive Officer for Universities South Africa, talking about the readiness of higher education for the year 2021.